Hi everyone, welcome to another Firms Consulting Podcast. Uh, today's podcast is loosely related to communication but and networking, but I want to be very specific. Um, I do provide a lot of guidance to candidates to read New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Harvard Business Review, McKinsey Quarterly, and so on, you know, and weave that into the discussion. And obviously candidates share the information they um or they share the techniques through which they are weaving that information into the discussion. And sometimes they even, you know, will do mock calls and so I can see how they do it. Now, I want to talk to you about how you use that information to the greatest effect. And obviously the flip side of that is how you use it in a way that makes you look bad. So let's let's start off by looking at, let's assume we read an HBR article about... Um, I'm making up some HBR article here, right? Let's assume it's the rise of, uh, I don't know, um, the rise of lean manufacturing in the oil industry. I'm not sure even that that's true, but let's assume there's an article about how you can use lean manufacturing to increase uh, production in the oil and gas industry. Now, I'm going to show you the way most people would raise this in a discussion, and I'm going to show you why that's bad, and then I'm going to teach you how to to do this correctly. So the worst example of this is to say something like, um, you know, hi Peter, uh, I recently read an article in the Harvard Business Review about um, lean manufacturing in the oil and gas industry, and I and I thought it would be interesting. Therefore, I wrote to you because I noticed you have a similar background, and um, it's the article sounded interesting, so I thought your work could be interesting. Now, the problem why I don't like that is because if you think about this really carefully, the writer or the speaker in this case wants to build rapport with a partner or someone merely due to the fact that he read HBR. So basically, if you had to be really cold, critical, which is how people, you know, if I was a partner getting this message, well, when I was a partner and I got this message, um, all I would see is this guy read the Harvard Business Review, probably the first time in his life, and he seems so proud of the fact he read the Harvard Business Review that, um, so what if he's read the Harvard Business Review? I don't see any insight yet. I don't see any reason I need to speak to him because I did a f- because my area of research is similar to what is in the Harvard Business Review article. So, and that's how most people work. They work on the principle that they read something and they just have to mention that they read it and that's good enough. So that's the first order of insight, no insight. Second order of insight, let's look at the second way of rewording. Say something like, okay, hi Peter, I read an interesting Harvard Business Review article about lean manufacturing, and the article discussed the role of, uh, I don't know, um, Six Sigma processors using benchmarking. I noticed you had done something similar, therefore I'd like to have a discussion with you. This is second order of insight. You mentioning what was in the article. Again, any monkey can read. In fact, there are other animals that can read too if you train them, I'm sure. I don't know if it's ever been done, but I think it could be done. So don't just list what you read. Anyone can do that, right? That's not very insightful. Again, I've received articles like this when I've received emails like this when I was a partner. I wouldn't review. What am I going to do? Great, you can read. Third order of insight. Third order of insight would be, Dear Peter, I read an HBR article about lean manufacturing in the oil and gas industry. Um, 
the points the article raised were interesting, but my comments on this are X, Y, Z, and I find it interesting for these reasons, and I wanted to have this discussion with you. Now, this is getting better. It's getting better because you are showing me what you are thinking. This is the sort of, what is it, zero, one, two, three, whatever. The third order of insight, right? The first order was just telling me you read it. The second order was telling me what was said in the article. The third order was what you think about what was said in the article. It's getting interesting now. But again, why do you have to mention it what you read in the Harvard Business Review? Am I like going to be so impressed that you know how to read the Harvard Business Review? So this is the fourth um, the fourth order of insight, which I am particularly more interested in. And I'll explain to you why. Dear Peter, um, I found your background about the oil and gas industry quite intriguing. Um, I have been thinking about some of the changes occurring in the oil and gas industry. And one thing that stood out to me is the fact that lean manufacturing must be becoming such an important issue because demand is dropping and excessive price increases are not masking production inefficiency. Therefore, beyond lean manufacturing, I'd be very keen to know how facilities are managing their excess capacity. In particular, can they use market mechanisms like open bidding to allocate excess capacity. Now notice what I did in the fourth order there. I didn't mention the Harvard Business Review. I simply read the article, I thought about what are the implications to the client, and then I listed it. Now, why is this so important? Let me explain to you why this is so important. It's risky, but it's a far more effective way of communicating. A lot of us just like to say we're at the Harvard Business Review. Let's be honest. A lot of the same reason most people want to go to brand name schools like Harvard, Oxford. I went here, therefore I know everything. Now, if you are able to put forward a well-rounded, insightful argument that is your own, and the argument alone is able to convince me that you are worth talking to, that is far more powerful than me wanting to talk to you just because you read the Harvard Business Review. This is a very important thing here, right? You've got to remember this. I'm looking for the way you think as a person. I'm not interested in whether you read the Sloan Management Review, the McKinsey, I don't care. Anyone can do that. I'm looking for what you think. And I'm looking, and here's the, the linchpin, I'm looking for whether your thoughts can are so profound and so interesting or creative, they don't have to be profound, but at least creative, that I would listen to them even if you didn't bait them with the Harvard Business Review up front. So when I get comments... I don't want everyone to go out there and write me insightful stuff because we do get, even now, I get a lot of stuff because, you know, people assume that because we're ex-partners, we, we're going to help them get into every firm, but that's what we do, but not every firm, we try our best. Now, my point is that the fourth order of communication is far more insightful. You know, 
I remember speaking to someone yesterday and she was telling me about, oh, she read this in the Harvard Business Review and the Harvard Business Review said this. And I think to myself, but why do you have to tell me you read in the Harvard Business Review? Why do you have to preface it with so many references to the Harvard Business Review? Is, does it mean I'm going to listen to you more? And actually, that's what people are doing. If you really think about it, it's a lack of confidence issue. You, you are, you're prefacing the Harvard Business Review so that I don't challenge you on this. But that is exactly why confidence comes in. You have to think more carefully about your argument. Put your argument down. If you don't preface it with the Harvard Business Review, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to measure you on the argument. Now, that's hard to do because the entire system of the world we have is that people put up their qualifications first and say, I did this, I went to this school, therefore listen to me. That's not the way it works. If you want to stand for something and you want to develop a good style of communication, stop baiting all of your comments. Go for the fourth order of insight. Trust me, if you develop that skill now, you will be light years ahead of your colleagues because it's a skill that takes time to develop. Now, you'll notice that when, when I communicate, I never ever preface it with, oh, this is where I read it, blah, blah, blah. I always introduce the argument. For me, if the argument doesn't make sense, the argument's not going to make sense. It doesn't matter who wrote it. In fact, I deliberately not preface things so that you judge the argument itself. Now, I could very simply say, well, a Yale professor... It will, in a previous podcast, which which I loaded up recently, I spoke about um, a technique to analyze joint ventures and so on, right? But I never said which professor, which school published it. He's a very prominent person, but I never did that. Because I don't want you to say, just because this professor did it, you got to listen. I want the argument I make to stand on its own merit. That is what you need to focus on. Don't preface things like I read the McKinsey Quarterly. It doesn't help you. Always build arguments that don't just show your thinking, but show your thinking independent of where the argument originated. It's a very important way to communicate, right? Don't be one of those people who needs to say, oh, I read this here, because anyone can read it there. And if the only value you have is because you read it somewhere, then you're only valuable by keep on reading and being able to name drop. And at a certain point, someone's going to be better than that at you. So you want to build your value around the thoughts you put forward. That's crucial. So when you're communicating and you you know, you know you mentioned every article someone's written or every article written on the subject and you wonder why no one's writing to you, that's why they're not writing to you because you're not showing your thoughts and you're not showing your thoughts independent of name dropping. So think about that very clearly when you communicate it. But I do get... I wouldn't say irritated, but I worry, wonder why people always have to tell me they read something in the Harvard Business Review, or they read something about this, or worse, they'll start off by saying, you know, this prominent person said this. Look, a lot of prominent people don't know what they're talking about. That's why we call them theories, so they can be adapted in time, right? They're not facts. So, when you're communicating, I want to hear your thoughts, independent of the source. You don't need the source to add credibility to your thoughts. And if you need the source to add credibility to your thoughts, then there's something wrong with your thoughts. Clear, conciseful, fourth-order insights is what matters. As always, I'll be happy to provide commentary and insights, questions, and so on.